Hey guys, it's Chase with csjoseph.life uh, doing another video on the 16 personalities as part of the series. Tonight's video is the INFJ, the uh, most requested video I've ever received so far. Got a lot of people on Twitter asking me, uh, as well as uh, Discord on this one. So, you know what? It's probably going to be a longer video than the ones we've done. I know the INTJ one was pretty long, but there's a lot to cover with the INFJ because of how complicated they are. So, I love how complicated they are. They're actually probably one of my most favorite types. I love all the NJs. The NJs are my favorite, personally. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, trusty whiteboard. Ta-da! And... The INFJ, Introverted, Intuitive, Feeling, Judging, also known as the Sage. See it through type, direct, responding, movement. They move quick. Sometimes I wish they'd slow down. Not going to happen, though. Uh, they're also, uh, what are they also? Idealists, that's right. The idealist. The idealist who is all about perfectionism. Yay, INFJ per perfectionism. I gotta be perfect. And, you know, and gosh, I hate INFJ perfectionism. I just kind of want to slap them sometimes over that because then they come off as like someone who's super arrogant and prideful at the same time, which is not their intention, but that's how they're coming off, right? Because a TI child has to be right. And because every parent automatically believes that, uh, they are like the ultimate socialista who can navigate any social situation and they know people. And it's like you try to teach type to an INFJ and they're like, I don't need that. I already know people. In fact, I know people better than I know you. And it's like, yeah. If that was the case, you wouldn't be alienating all of your friends and complaining that you were alone all the time. Yeah. Anyway, so the INFJ Four parts of the mind, ego, INFJ, subconscious, ESTP, uh, un unconscious or shadow, ENFP, and the superego is the ISTJ. So, NI hero, um, it's all about choosing the best, the best uh, path forward. Uh, INFJs are extremely wanty. They're all about what they want. Never like try to tell the INFJ what they should do, only what they want to do. Always ask them what they want. Always give them the choice to make a decision on what they want. If you take away that choice, they'll get very ragey very quickly because of SE inferior. Every uh, parent is that thing that makes them super like social justice oriented, uh, kind of like the ISFJ, but uh, not as justice focused. They're just more focused on fairness and they expect fairness, and they really expect other people to have moral behavior. I don't know how many INFJs have been like getting in my face. Uh, and you know, I'm an ENTP with FI trickster, right? So like, I don't have morality, but then the INFJ is judging me because uh, you know I don't have morality or whatever, while simultaneously claiming that they know people. Okay, yeah, if, the, if an INFJ doesn't know type, they don't know people, and if they're just judging you for being soulless or moralist or not having feelings, that's because they don't understand you, even though they claim they understand everyone. Like, hypocrites. They need to, like, stop. Please stop doing that. And learn to understand people instead, please. It's better that way. The INFJ's purpose in life, for those INFJs watching, your purpose in life is to make people better. Your number one export is to, is to improve others. That's it improve other people that is how useful you are and that's funny because infjs desperately want to be the most useful tool in the tool shed why well 
FI critic, INFJs literally walk around believing that they're bad people, that they're worthless every single day. And they're constantly trying to overcompensate with SE, SE inferior and uh, FE parent to try to prove that uh, they are, um, you know, useful. And they overcompensate. And, and at times, because they're overcompensating, because of that performance anxiety they have with SE inferior, uh, the fourth function, why? Well, because the fourth function is where their fear exists and they're afraid of giving people a bad experience and afraid of coming off poorly or sounding bad or looking bad. And they spend lots of time in the mirror. Gosh, don't be so insecure about it. INFJs are amazing. I love how they dress. I love... Uh, like the scents, the 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 clothing, how they do their hair—they're absolutely fantastic. They, they they have no reason to be insecure about how they look or how they sound. They'll even go so far as to like lower their voice and start whispering, and it's the INFJ whisper, INFJ wisp, wispy, and it's like you know they're talking to you and they're like they got their voice very slow and it seems so meek and it's so fake at the same time it's like come on just be real with me stop being so insecure because if they're real about their voice and they have like a real voice instead of this little infj whisper crap they get over their insecurity they sound like a very commanding estp alpha type person which is who the infj wants to be anyway and have their own little wolf pack that are super loyal to them if they just get over their insecurity they'd probably get that wolf pack very easily um and no i am not talking about furryism or other kin like don't even go there with me that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about a close group of friends where they completely regard the infj in a big way regard respect appreciate give them recognition because effie parent craves recognition it, it wants, it, it's not like credit, like how INTJs do it, but it's recognition of like, you know, appreciation, saying thank you, please thank you, you know, they and they expect everyone else to have those manners to be able to say thank you, right, thank you for helping me because they could do that. The problem is, FE parent can get so, it can enforce that so much because they're like, well, I am so responsible with being social and how other people feel that, uh, you know, you need to be responsible about it too. So they start forcing people to have manners, right? Even though INFJs do not often keep up with their own manners, but they start forcing everyone else to behave mannerly and behave morally and whatnot. And they have this insanely high moral standard for themselves with their FI critic that that just causes others to be alienated. Not everybody can handle that. Like NFPs can handle that, which is fine, and some, you know, even even N, uh, NPs in general can handle that because their introverted sensing can put up with that type of punishment from that SE inferior. But only you know FI parent or FI hero can actually stand the punishment given by FE parent in the long time. So it's in the long run. So it's like, okay, well, what do I do, right? You know, like how do you even navigate that? Well, you gotta call them out. You call, it's like, okay, so if you're expecting me to be like so moral in this social situation, then why is it last week that you were, you were, you were swearing at this one person or whatever, and you were really ragey and you looked like a fool and whatnot? Just bring up the past, talk about all the times they've had moral failures and remind them that they're not the best person that they imagine themselves to be, uh, or, uh, or the, or the most social person, uh, uh, person that they imagine themselves to be or the most perfect person that they imagine themselves to be, you know, and quite frankly, 
They really don't. Again, they walk around feeling worthless all the time. It's just a facade. It's a facade that they put up, a facade of pride that they put up because of their SE inferior. SE inferior is so insecure of giving someone else a bad experience. It's performance anxiety. They are so insecure performing badly and then people not valuing them anymore because they just want other people to value them. And they, they, but the problem is, is that they alienate those people with that super high moral standard that they hold from themselves. And then they expect others with every parent to follow that high moral standard that they have for themselves. And it's impossible to even do. They, an INFJ can't even keep up with their own high moral standard, right? They're hypocrites in that way. So what do you even do? It just alienates people. And the INFJ like wonders, well, why am I even alone? Come on, get over yourself. Stop holding people to this impossibly high standard. Stop holding yourself to this impossibly high standard. Oh, wait, you can't. So, what you have to recognize is the truth. Use your TI child, your introverted thinking child. The truth is, some people just can't uphold that super high moral standard. And you know what, TI child, FE parent, be okay with it. Understand that people are not like you. Seriously, understand that. You know, INFJs, they're also mirrors. They're, they, they mirror behavior. If you put an INFJ in a group of bad people, they will become bad. They will pick up all the habits because that SE inferior, because that insecurity will just start absorbing all those habits, will start absorbing everything that group does. They'll start uh, behaving the same way, saying the same things, interested in the same things. I mean, it's very easy to create an INFJ Satanist. Just leave them around Satan worshipers. And then you have an INFJ Satanist or a cultist, or a cultist just instantly, you know, uh, or insert any religion or spirituality there because the INFJ just doesn't really care because the INFJ just wants to latch on to somebody else or, or a very close knit group of people. Um, and, uh, and they want to create this, this, this family like, you know, um, blood oath like environment where everyone is just super super like almost to the point of being in love with each other but die hard about each other die hard loyal to each other willing to take bullets for themselves you know willing to take bullets for their peers in this group and it's because the INFJ walks around thinking that they they will definitely take a bullet for any of their friends Hell, I even know INFJs that will rob stores for their friends if their friend can't afford something, they'll literally go shoplift and give their friend that thing. And it's like, are you kidding me? You know, I actually picked up an INFJ from jail one time because of that. That was awkward. And after that day, I never had anything to do with her again. Thank God. But that was a pretty rough, uh, that was a rough day. Um, I don't recommend that. So, yeah, I... INFJs just understand like you have to understand the the truth. Use your TI child. What's true or false? Because it's true that not everyone can uphold your super high moral standard, right? So then if that's true, then stop forcing other people to behave the same way you behave. It's not fair. It's not right. And it alienates people. Stop alienating them, please. And if you stop alienating people, if people stop feeling like, you know, more holier than thou, or uh, or they or they stop feeling like they have to meet your moral standard, uh, you know, to make you happy, uh, etc. You know, then they're not going to feel like they don't want to be around you anymore. 
I mean, it, it, I'm sorry, but literally every single INFJ I know, every one suffers from this problem. And the only ones that have been able to cope with this issue are the ones that create these, um, these little circles, these little wolf packs of people that just follow them around. You know, it's kind of like Jesus and the 12 disciples, basically. You know, Jesus was an INFJ. Huh. So, like, it, it, it makes a lot more sense because of that. You know, and, and fine, you know, uh, you can be that FI critic. You know, I have the super high moral standard with my, with my really close bros, you know. But uh, everyone else on the outside, please have a different attitude and be more understanding. Please, INFJs, I need you to be more understanding. You know, if you're supposed to be the avatar that is the, the point of the spear, the tip of the pyramid, the capstone that really is what divides the world and brings about so new social change, a new social order that, is, that tears down the system and then rebuilds a complete new one for the betterment of mankind as we know it. What business do you have alienating other people with your super stupidly high moral standard that you yourself can't even follow? It doesn't even make sense. Stop doing it, please. It's, it's abusive. It's emotionally abusive. Don't do it. Like, seriously, don't do it. Anyway, I think I've beat that horse a bit much. Another thing with Effie Parent, you gotta watch out. INFJs can be, like, guilty, like, any, at any second. Like, they can go, like, you know, zero to guilt instantly. And they are so easily guilted. If you're in a relationship with an INFJ, don't guilt them. Seriously, don't don't guilt them. It's not fair. Like, seriously, it's not fair. They can be easily taken advantage when it comes to guilt to the point where they're actually doing behaviors as a result of, and making decisions and doing actions as a result of said guilt that uh, they would have never normally been okay with doing. But they're doing it because they love you so much and because you're guilting them, they're being manipulated into doing that. You know, they could be easily manipulated with guilt. And don't do it. Like, seriously, don't guilt them. It's one of their... Uh, biggest um it's one of their biggest weaknesses uh is guilt um now sometimes though when you do guilt them and they know that they they know you're being insincere about it and they know that they're being unfairly guilted <laughs> they will get ragey and violent with their estp subconscious that estp will come out and will that ti child will come out and they will start criticizing you holding you responsible for like every little thing that you've ever done or never potentially done like they like infjs are aware of opportunity cost like social opportunity cost it's like you had this opportunity to do this nice thing for me but you never did it you know, and then all of a sudden they're in your face questioning your loyalty to them. Why? Well, because SE Inferior needs loyalty. INFJs need loyalty more than everything. Why else do you think an INFJ like Jesus said, you know, if you're ashamed of me, then I'm ashamed of you. That's the entire point. It's SE Inferior. SE Inferior is about you need to be loyal to me. Why? Because if I go out of my way to care for you, you know, and, uh, uh, and, and, and tell you how I think about things, criticize you to improve you because TI child is all about criticizing everybody, but it's always from the point of trying to improve others. I'm going to criticize you till you're I'm blue in the face until you feel like a horrible human being, but because you're broken down now I can build you back up again. Yeah. You know, that's TI child, TI child. It's not that they're intentionally trying to hurt you. 
you have to look at T.I. Child like this. T.I. Child is hellfire, and it exists, hellfire exists to burn the lies away. Okay, that's how it works. So T.I. Child is just telling you the truth to burn the lies away, and then because you know the truth, then you won't have that problem anymore, right? It's, it's, it's all from the point of view of trying to solve your problems. That's what INFJs like doing. They try to solve problems and solve your problems so that you don't have to feel bad anymore because they're like, well, if you didn't purchase that car, you wouldn't be having a bad experience right now. If you had to listen to what I said, you know, the problem is, is it's like a child and sometimes their thinking is not always 100% correct. So it, they really need to be around somebody who's rational because rationale is something that will help guide them in their thinking and give them additional reference points so that they can constantly check that their logic is actually accurate. Now, because this TI child, very innocent, um, and they, they end up taking things so literally that while they while they being literalists and that can be annoying it does help them actually stay accurate which is great because of how how literal they are enfjs are also extremely literal in that same way but infjs take it even further with ti child and ti child can be absolutely brilliant every infj i know for the most part is brilliant in some way shape or form like they like they can and a lot of people think it's social brilliance like no 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 no. i know some infjs who understand psychology in ways that i've never been i was actually mentored in this science depth psychology by an infj and you know he he's got a super uh close group of friends and uh and, uh, you know, he, he focuses on them and their well-being and, and holds them to his super high moral standard and whatnot. And uh, I didn't have the opportunity to become a member of his close group of friends, but life didn't work out in that way. But the point is, is that they go out of their way for people. They go to, to their own detriment. They, they, they can be walking doormats. Why? Well, FI critic, you know, they feel worthless. They don't feel like they deserve good things in life. That's why INFJs don't really buy themselves things that often, unless it's for like a purpose of helping somebody else or, um, or to, to or for them to get a job so they can help their family because they need income or for some reason, you know, but I mean, FI critic, it, it goes even worse sometimes. Some INFJs don't even take care of themselves. Like, for example, I, I spend a lot of time mentoring INFJs because I'm an ENTP. ENTPs are the pedagogue relationship with INFJs, so we actually teach INFJs a lot, and INFJs teach ENTPs a lot, and which is great. It, it's a great relationship uh, to have. But, you know, I've noticed a lot of the INFJs that I've actually mentored over the years, they they don't know how to drive, it's it's so weird. It's just a common thing. They just don't know how to drive because they have no ethical reason for them to drive. They're not going to learn how to drive unless they're driving for the sake of someone else. That's the problem with INFJs. They don't really take care of themselves unless it's for the sake of another human being. The problem is, is that especially male INFJs, they don't realize that if they don't esteem themselves, that they're literally going to wake up at 30 or 40 years old and they are the most worthless human beings on the planet. And then they call me and ask me for advice. That's like super common. 
don't be that INFJ. Don't be that loser. Don't be worthless. Seriously, don't be worthless. Spend time now in your youth to make yourself better and don't have failure launch syndrome. Did you guys know that out of all the types, the INFJ has the highest chance of all the types to have failure to launch syndrome? To like actually not leave the home when they come of age, when they grow up? Do you guys realize that? They, they stagnate. They stagnate. Why? Well, I, I don't deserve to be good or or I things didn't work out for me. They're like, they're walking excuses boxes. They, they make all these excuses about, well, I never got a degree, so no one's ever going to believe me that I'm smart. And it's like, what are you talking about? INFJs are amazing. They're, they're, they're amazing at sales, for example. Why? Well, they have an ENFP unconscious. Of course they're amazing at sales. They'll dominate at sales. Come on, guys. Wake up. That's how it works, you know? Uh, they're, uh, they can be amazing at construction. I had, I had an INFJ friend that I had when I was growing up. He was one of the best painters I've ever seen. He's a professional painter. And you guys think that painting seems really easy. There's not a lot to it. There's a lot to it. You kind of have to be brilliant to do painting properly. Let's be honest. It's hard. And it's hard work. And uh, their SE inferior has that, that access to the ESTP subconscious, you know. And so when it comes to mechanical things, they can develop a mechanical genius and a mechanical mastery if they apply themselves. The problem is good luck trying to get an INFJ to apply themselves. Good luck. I don't deserve to apply myself. No one's going to feel like that they, that they like what I do. And I feel worthless and useless all the time. You know, I want to be the most useful person in the tool shed. It's like... Guys, stop being a walking contradiction and realize you're already brilliant and you already have the skills within. Just develop them. Have faith. Well, I don't have faith because I have SI demon. You know, I need to have other people to see other people have faith in me. And you know what, guys? I do have faith in you. I do. If you, you can't you can't walk around anymore saying that no one believes in you. I believe in INFJs. I take them very seriously. You know? The only reason why people think that you're worthless is because you think you're worthless. Stop doing it. Seriously, stop. So, um, SE inferior insecurity, afraid of giving other people a bad experience. Now, any nemesis. We talked about any nemesis yesterday with INTJs. They are very paranoid, just like INTJs, to the point where the INFJ will often accuse their lover of cheating on them all the time. And it's especially as a result, it's very common for INFJs to tell their partner that they are, and accuse them of cheating just because that partner is not spending as much time with them as they used to. SE Inferior needs loyalty, die-hard loyalty, die-hard consistency. They have to have consistency. And if all of a sudden you, as their lover, is out of pattern, their any nemesis instantly jumps to the conclusion that you're cheating on them. I have a friend, actually, a very close friend of mine. He's married to an INFJ. And every now and then his brother needs help, you know, or a family member, but it's usually his brother. And he goes and he hangs out with his brother and, uh, and, uh, or spends the afternoon with him. He hasn't seen him in a while. You know, his brother, uh, travels the country on a regular basis. So he's not often, you know, around and he goes and hangs out with his brother. And sometimes it's not planned. And because it's not planned, he comes home to his INFJ wife, accusing him of banging his own brother. Like that is super disrespectful. 
And she's only doing that because she's spiteful. You know, spiteful with that FI critic. You know, oh, you're not holding up to, you're not being consistent enough for me, and you're not following my super high moral standard right now. So because of that, you're obviously cheating on me. You know, you're obviously uh, sleeping with your brother right now. Like, that is super disrespectful. Like, I'll be honest, I ended a very, very close relationship with an INFJ uh, because because of that, because of that disrespect, where it she disrespected me so badly in that way, like four times. And after four times, I'm just like, I my self my sense of self respect kicked in, and it's like, yeah, no, I can't do this anymore. We're done. And I literally walked away from her. Never push away a loyal person to the point where they no longer give a damn. The problem is INFJs with their with their epi parent. They, they push people away. They, they do these loyalty checks. Remember we talked about the ESTP and the ESTP video? They're all about reality checks. They're all about loyalty checks, right? Well, when they get insecure, this ESTP side gets insecure instead of being aspirational like it should be, and they push people away, and they do this loyalty check. Here, let me push you over a cliff to see if you'll still like me afterwards. Let's see if you really are loyal to me. You know? Oh, hey, I'm gonna go sleep with this person in a data center you know, when you're not looking, just to see if you'll still be willing to be in a relationship with me. Like, that's how crazy those loyalty checks can get. I mean, you'd think that the, the, the ESTP loyalty checks are hard, or you would accuse them of being abusive. Wait until you see loyalty checks for an INFJ. They can be way over the top. It's like, are you kidding me? And why are they over the top? And I hero. And I hero could just go way too far with it absolutely way too far because they can't gauge the level of experience you're going to deliver when you're shoving that much ni through an se outlet it just starts coming out like a giant bleh, you know and then you're like whoa what the hell was that you know what i mean you get whiplash right and because their movement they're not control estps are very control based but because an infj ego is movement it just comes at you way too quick and it's like whoa i just got whiplash with this loyalty check i'm not sure i want to be in this relationship anymore and then they accuse you of being inconsistent and disloyal. And it's like, but you pushed me this far. Who's right? Yeah, that, that, would, that, that would be me. That, that's right. Not, not the INFJ. Sorry. So remember, INFJs have this loyalty check problem. It, it's a serious issue. Um, they have this paranoia problem. It's another serious issue. Um, they need loyalty. And quite frankly, only a few types are actually capable of giving them that loyalty. And that's SI child types, which INTPs and INFPs, and SI inferior types, ENTPs and ENFPs. They really need that hardcore loyalty. And I'll, and I, and I'll even admit that, yes, I have SI inferior and I am hardcore loyal when it comes to my relationships. I take them very seriously. I am not here to waste her time. And I am like... Like, for example, if I'm going to share my body with somebody, that means I'm willing to take a bullet for her. That, like, I refuse to have any sexual contact of any kind until I've resolved in my mind no greater love than when a man gives up his life for his beloved, which means I'd be willing to take a bullet for her, right? So because I have that SI inferior point of view, I can be in a relationship with an INFJ. But who else can actually go that far? Who can maintain that consistency? But even though that's solely that that's really high loyalty and high consistency, that's still at times not good enough for the INFJ, especially if they're insecure. 
If the INFJ is insecure, those loyalty checks can go even too far to push me over the brink. And it's like, are you kidding me? You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. They need to stop doing this, and I really hope they do. So uh, we talked a lot about FI Critic already, about how they walk around being, you know, feeling worthless, feeling like a bad person all the time. To really solve the FI Critic problem, you have to uh, go out of your way to make them feel loved, to make them feel valued by saying thank you for everything you do for me. You have to give them recognition. You have to give them kudos. They live on kudos. They need kudos from you to make them feel better. Also, by the way, an amazing gift to give an INFJ, INFJs really get off on shinies. Like, if you go to, like, a trade show and you see someone selling knickknacks and they have, like, this, uh, like, a, a, a sphere of copper that weighs, that's, like, as big as a fist, buy that for your INFJ. They'll think it's the greatest thing ever, as weird as that sounds. They love jewelry. They love bling. Bring on the bling. Bring on the jewelry. You'll make your INFJ the happiest person in the world. Why? Because SE Inferior takes away their insecurity and they get to look good in front of other people. Yay! Yes! So Get them jewelry. Get them anything that makes them look good. Get them clothing. You know, uh, all uh, anything that makes them look good. A super amazing, awesome car like an Audi, you know, uh, anything like that. They crave that. Like if you're an FITE user, you're obviously all about having status. So you got status that INFJ craves to get that status from you because they have that ENFP unconscious and it just has to have that status that you have because the INFJ wants to be regarded. The INFJ wants to be valued as the most useful human being on the planet. And you know what? INFJs are. INFJs can literally be the most useful person on the planet, but they can also be like the most worthless person on the planet. And that goes a lot into their virtue and vice. You know, their their virtue is integrity. Their, their vice is corruption. But another way of looking at it is being super, super mega useful or being super, super mega worthless. You have INFJ men at 30 to 40 years old and they have done nothing with their life and they're still living with their parents because they're making excuses about how, you know, they were never good enough. They never got a chance. They never they never had a chance. So, you know, and it's like you never had a chance because you never allowed yourself to have a chance. That's not my fault. That's on you. You know, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. And then they actually buck up and make it happen. But good thing about INFJ they can grow rapid fast. So even if you are 30 years old and an INFJ and you've wasted your life, within two years you could make up all that lost time, like very easily, if you know all the steps. So if you get educated, if you, if you look at what other people have done in the past and you start thinking to yourself, okay, what's the true path about it? And then you plot yourself a course with the NI hero, the one true path, the most efficient and effective path forward because expert intuition is looking at all of the paths available Introverted intuition is about looking for that one ideal path and then following that one path to the goal. It's all about being goal-oriented uh, in that way. And INFJs can bounce back faster than anyone else, even with their health. Um, SI Demon actually makes INJs unhealthy. Uh, like, INFJs will start working and, and do things, INTJs as well, and they won't even realize that they've cut themselves, right? Um, and believe it or not, SI demons end up having the rarest diseases, but because they have NI hero, they can get through the rarest diseases. I, how many times have you heard an INFJ? I had, you know, I had this insanely huge uh, blood clot and I was dying on the table, but I survived. You know, they have these crazy survival stories. 
every INJ does, especially INFJs. They have these crazy survival stories. Just ask them, you know, and they'll tell you how much of a survivor they are. Even my past INFJ girlfriend was had survived some insane things from her family and from things that are not even connected to her family. It's like, wow, you know, on top of having a, a horrible, uh, debilitating disease. And she still made it through anyway because that NI hero is literally able to will through life. You know, that's it, it's astounding what INFJs are actually able to um, to go through and accomplish. Just look at all the INFJs in history and what they've been able to accomplish. Look at Gandhi, for example. You know, it, literally a, a revolution against the British and he didn't even fire a single shot. And he earned himself the title of Mahatma. Like, come on, guys. That's how powerful INFJs can be. They can literally make people better. They can really inspire social change. They can be and are an inspiration. They just have to realize that they're not as worthless as the voices in their heads tell them they are. And they need to stop listening to the voices in their heads. And they just stop making excuses and get off their asses and actually do something useful for once. Engage with people, talk to people, make people feel better, improve them, tell people the truth. That's what they have to do is tell the people the truth. The truth divides the soul. It helps people grow. It burns the lies away and they're able to wake up and improve themselves. Why? Because when you burn down the forest, new life grows. That's what introverted thinking child is all about and they're doing it innocently they're innocently telling you what they think they're not trying to really harm you or hurt you they're not trying to make you feel like an idiot they're not trying to like sound prideful even though they come off prideful well i think this and i don't care what you think why well te trickster te trickster is not aware of what other people think infjs are only aware of what they think themselves they're not aware of what other people think they're not aware of processes. Never let an INFJ do finances. That's like a bad idea. Unless, of course, they understand Mint.com and they can handle their finances that way, but they always need help. Don't let them do that. It, 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 and, you know, especially with financial decisions, eh, be really careful with that because an INFJ is liable to give away all of your money instead of actually spending it on making proper financial decisions, at least a lot of the immature ones. Mature ones who have done that in their immaturity days when they were immature and did give away all their money then realized that that was a bad idea later when they matured please encourage them in that area of maturity if you know what i mean they really need to help in the financial area they rationale is just not their thing they don't do data they don't do spreadsheets they don't do you know they why they try to calculate everything in their head like an infj in school like, let's be honest, you know, they're literally that person that would get in trouble for not showing their work on their souls because they're trying to do everything in their head with their TI child, you know, and then all of a sudden we're giving them zeros. You know, they have the correct answer. We're giving them zeros on their assignments in school because they're not showing the work. Well, they can't do it because they don't have, they have TE Trickster. I'm sorry. Show me an INFJ physicist that's showing their work all the time. You can't. Like, Stop. Stop holding people to these stupid standards. Not everybody is a TE user public school system. Like seriously. And you're making it really bad for INFJs and ISFJs because they both have TE trickster. Maybe our society should wake up about that. Oh, well, you know, not like that's gonna happen. Well, I guess maybe an ISFJ should stop making excuses and actually reform things for once. That'd be nice. 
But instead, they're making excuses, sitting at home right now, feeling worthless. Great. That's useful. So, SI Demon, as we talked about, uh, they're all about... Uh, you know, it hurts their body. They don't even understand. They contract these diseases, but NI Heroes, how they get out of it, of course. But here's the problem with SI Demon. It can become the ISTJ superego. The ISTJ superego is dangerous because they can get super paranoid with their NE nemesis. And uh, wow, the lighting is like horrible right now. Let's see if I can actually, there we go. We keep it a little bit closer to the camera now. Uh, so their, uh, their SI demon will sell you downriver, basically. Their any nemesis can get so paranoid that they'll immediately assume, they will assume you've betrayed them. And their SE inferior will just start enraging over the betrayal. I have contributed all these things to you because INFJs are all about contributing to other people and improving other people. I have been a doormat for you. I have sacrificed so much of my life for you. I have given you everything. How dare you betray me? And then I go SI demon mode, become the, the ISTJ superego. And they will immediately sell you down river. They elect themselves, similar to the INTJ ISFJ demon, elect themselves judge, jury, and executioner. They'll look at all the evidence that they have in their head, not looking at any of your evidence, not even giving you a, def a defense, and they will literally cut your head off. They will literally throw you into the pit of lions. They don't care. They don't care. They've already made up their decision in their mind, even though it's not true. And they're assuming, and they jump to a conclusion. Be careful. How you avoid SI demon you always reinforce your loyalty. You always demonstrate your loyalty to the INFJ. You always tell them how much you appreciate them and their contributions to you. You always tell them what the plan is. INFJs can't plan to save their lives because TE trickster, yet they're a J-type, so they have to have a plan. So how do they deal with that? They ask you to come up with the plan. And then because that plan is the standard with which they can work in, it's boundaries with which they work in. Just like you have to tell them how you feel. If you don't tell them how you feel, they don't know with which boundaries to work in. They don't understand the rules because they're looking for you to give them the rules because of their J-type. They need the rules and boundaries with which to work in. If you don't give that to them, they're going to freak out. And, they're, and then they're going to feel like that they're not being useful anymore. And then all of a sudden... They start feeling worthless. They don't think they're contributing to you, even though they are. But because you're not telling them how you feel about them, because you're not telling them, giving them recognition that they need, you got to meet their needs. Any type is, is in a relationship with another one, you have to meet their needs, so identify their needs. They need you to appreciate them and recognize them. Public praise as well, not just personal praise. You gotta do it in front of other people so they feel valued by everyone. It helps beat back the worthlessness feeling that they have inside them every single day. And that will never go away. Hard as they try, it will never go away. The only way they can compensate with that is by being super useful and super contributory to others and hoping, hoping to God Almighty that those people will appreciate them for once. I appreciate you INFJs. I think you're fantastic. Seriously. Wake up and realize just how amazing you are. Every type is amazing, but INFJs, to me personally, I, I love them. They're fantastic. They can go super far and they can really change the world if they apply them.
My firstborn son is an INFJ. I take it very seriously, and I am proud he's an INFJ, and I will go out of my way forever and ever, so long as I draw breath, to make sure that he always knows I appreciate him, so he doesn't feel so worthless every day. Always ask an INFJ what they think. They're innocent with what they think, and they're because of that innocence, because it's a child, it's accurate. It's actually accurate. Now, if what they're telling you is inaccurate, it's because they don't have all the information. So give them all the information and have them rethink it again. And guess what? It'll come out accurate again. However, an INFJ that spends time actually using their SE inferior and getting over their insecurity, they start researching. And that makes their TI child even more capable, which makes them more accurate, which makes them brilliant. Seriously, encourage their SE inferior. Let them know how amazing they are in bed. I'm sorry, like, having bedroom relations with an INFJ is fantastic for SI inferiors. I know I am one, and I've done that. And it's also fantastic for SI child. Give them kudos on that. Tell them how great of a job they do. And if they're doing poorly, tell them that they are so that they can improve it. And then after improving them, give them recognition and thanks for that. For that crafting that amazing experience you are just a canvas with which they want to paint upon because that's what extroverted sensing inferior is all about always be consistent for se inferior always be loyal for se inferior so that they always know as a result of your consistency and if you start going out of pattern recognize you're going out of pattern and tell them why so they so their any nemesis won't get paranoid and assume that you're about to betray them. All these things can be avoided with just communicating with them. You just need to communicate with them and communicate with them in the ways that they need you to communicate with them. It's very easy to do. Tell them how you feel. You know, give them the recognition and the credit in that way or the recognition and appreciation. Always ask them what they think. Help them be honest with them. Tell them how great they look or how they sound or how they smell or how they are in bed. Congratulate them on them. Give them things that they can consume. Like here's some information about what you were telling me that you were thinking the other day. You might like it. And then they learn about it and they become even smarter and more strong. It's, it's amazing. And again, communicate with them so that they're not worried that you, have, that you might betray them or that you have hostile intent toward them because they assume everyone has hostile intent. Why? Well, they know what they want but that causes them not to trust what other people want. And remember, FI Critic, they need you. They need you to make sure that they are not worthless. So if you need help, always state help and give them the opportunity to help. Give them the opportunity to contribute. If you take an INFJ's opportunities to help you, like if you refuse to let them do the dishes, for example, when they offer to do the dishes, you've just made them feel like the most worthless human being in the world. Don't do that to them. Like, seriously, don't do that. Recognize they have weakness with TE Trickster. They're just not aware of what other people think. And that's and they start talking and sharing their thoughts with people. And those people are already like, yeah, I already know that. Why are you telling me? But they don't know that those other people know that. So step in in those situations when you know that these people already know that. And be like, oh, hold on. They already know that because X, Y, and Z. And then the INFJ is not at risk of alienating those people. Because they're just trying to be useful and tell the truth. And that's how they use their usefulness help deal with FI critic, they overcompensate with TI child to try to be useful, right? Well, because they have TE trickster, it actually can alienate people because 
those people already know that. And it's as if the INFJ is talking down to them, you know, and then, and then they end up feeling like the INFJ is like being holier than thou when that's not actually their original intention. Don't do that. And obviously, SI demon. As long as you're consistent in taking care of the SE inferior, you'll never have to worry about SI demon. Other than that, the SI demon hurts their bodies. But if you take care of your body and you're in a relationship with an INFJ, because you're likely an SI user, and you have self-discipline, and you're committed to health and eating organic non-GMO food and going to the gym and washing your macronutrients and your micronutrients and following a proper gym routine at least three to four times a week forever for the rest of your life, uh, the INFJ will do it too because they're mirrors and they will mirror you and then their SI demon won't creep up and destroy their health because SI demon means they have no self-discipline. They don't even have a proper regular sleeping pattern. But you as an SI user, knowing with what you're comfortable with, they will mirror that because they want, they are committed with their SE inferior. They are afraid of making you uncomfortable. And they always want you to be comfortable. And if you having a sleeping pattern means that's what's comfortable to you, then they will follow your sleeping pattern. And because of that, they'll be protected from their SI demon. So, really long video, right? It's a lot of data to cover with INFJs because they're probably the most misunderstood of all the types. I often think that the ENTP is really misunderstood. Nope. It's actually the INFJ, believe it or not. Well, obviously, one out of every 200 people on this planet is an INFJ. 0.5% of the population of the planet. Duh. You know what I mean? Anyway, towards the first half of the video, I was kind of really harsh and critical of INFJs. But at the end, it's kind of like, yeah, well, they're actually amazing and here's why. You know what I mean? So understand I'm trying to do these videos from like a point of like not being biased but I also have to be completely real in my criticisms of this type especially with how important the INFJ is the INFJ like I said is the apex or the tip of the spear that really drives change for people because the INFJ out of everyone is willing to lay their life on the line for the sake of their fellow man every single one of them and the rest of us should learn from that and respect them and appreciate them for that. I know I do. So anyway, if you found this video helpful or educational or enlightening, please leave a like and a subscribe uh, to the channel to support the channel. I'd really appreciate that. Also, if you know any INFJs out there, please share this video with them. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, they just don't understand themselves or why they do it and it really hurts them and it can cause a lot of social problems when what we need them is to be leading <laughs> leading us and leading in the front instead of uh, trying to have so much conflict you know what I mean so share this video with them it'll help open their eyes to the reality of who they are just as much as like any of my other videos obviously so share those too please and then you know as a result we'll start being able to see some positive change it's especially helpful if you can do it to younger people because the more infjs we can prevent from having failure to launch syndrome the better obviously so cool uh i'm gonna be starting a new nurture series on the uh, four pillars of self-intimacy uh and i'm going to be doing the isfj uh personality video next so great i'll see you tomorrow have a good night